Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 426 of the Heidi St. John podcast. My name is Heidi St. John, and it is Friday. Glad that you guys are here today. It's Friday, February 17th. We have made it all the way through the first half of February, and I am shocked and amazed. Actually, we're, we're farther than that. Uh, today, I'm going to do something that I've been wanting to do for a little while, and that is to start going through some of your emails and answering questions. So I get a lot of questions, uh, podcast ideas, which I really love. If you have a podcast idea uh, or a question that you'd like me to address on the podcast, shoot it to me at podcast at thebusymom.com. And this one, today's question is about homeschooling. So I'm going to talk about homeschooling. I know not everybody does. So if you don't, if you don't uh, homeschool your kids and you don't want to listen to this, you should go back and listen to last Wednesday's podcast because I'm talking about sex. And if you're married, that applies to you. <laughs> so you can go back and listen to that again. I'm sure your husband won't mind that you listen to it two times in a row. Um, but this topic has been covered before. And uh, I think, you know, probably right around the middle of February is when a lot of homeschool burnout starts to set in because I'm starting to get more and more emails from people who are like, help, I can't do this anymore. And so this is a shout out to Kelly. So Kelly, you know who you are and you you need a little hug and some love from a mom who's been there and done that. And so if you'll send me your mailing address, Kelly, I will send you the Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight, which is a book I wrote several years ago, which Really, the focus of the book is helping moms, you know, how do you get it all done? The school, the laundry, the dishes, uh, dinner prep, love on your husband, all that stuff. Um, I wrote about this from a, a vast wealth of um, failure <laughs> experience. I mean, experience. Did I say failure? I didn't mean that. I mean, I mean experience. But I'm going to read uh, Kelly's email so that you guys can kind of get a, a an idea of where she's coming from. Here's what she wrote. She wrote, hello, I'm sure this topic has been covered, but I need help. Right, Kelly? We all need a little help. I stink at homeschooling my kids. Listen, can I just say, woman, I really appreciate your honesty because there are lots of days when I also feel like I stink at homeschooling my kids. So I feel you. I have four children, three boys, 10, 7, 3, and a 14-month-old girl. Last year was a beast trying to school and have a newborn. And for the most part, we did the bare minimum. People always say, it's okay, you have four kids. But at some point, I have to get my act together, make a plan, and execute it. I feel stressed and paralyzed at the moment. Everything that needs to be done feels like the most important thing. School, laundry, dishes, dinner, meal prep, grocery shopping, Bible study, teaching chores, playing with the kids, exercise, et cetera, and I don't know what to do first. So I'm going to stop right there because Kelly goes on with more of of the angst that we all are feeling. I'm sure there's a lot of moms who are leaning really close into – into their speaker right now because they're we're all going, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you said the thing that really jumped out at me about your email, Kelly, was that you said that you're struggling with um, how to know what to do first. And this is really a passion of mine. This is the reason why I wrote uh, The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight, which for those of you who are not Kelly and are not getting the book sent to you free for fun, uh, you can buy it at my, at my website. Go to HeidiStJohn.com and click on the store. Um, or you can purchase it at Amazon as well. I think you'll really be encouraged. But the the whole point of the book, 
um, for me, goes well beyond just giving you sort of how-tos and pointers of which there are dozens and dozens of them, schedules and ideas and um, practical information. I wrote the book because I want to teach moms what it looks like to surrender. Really, motherhood is a series of surrenders, right? We, When we find out that we're pregnant, we surrender uh, doing things with our bodies that we would normally like to do. Um, in terms of, you know, some of us have to get off medication when we're pregnant. I mean, we we give up a lot. And then you have babies and you're sleep deprived and you give up the right to sleep through the night because you're taking care of an infant and on and on it goes. And homeschooling is a type of surrender. It's it's a surrender of, at least it has been for me for these 20 some years that I've been doing it, um, a surrender often of what I want to do. And it's coming back to the Lord and saying, Lord, Father, what do you want me to do? What is your heart for me? And that's really where I want to point you first. So the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that God has a plan for us. The Bible says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope in a future. Well, if God says that there's a plan for us, it would behoove us to get alone with him and ask him to show us what that plan is. And I think for many moms, a lot of the reason why we feel so burned out and stressed out and freaked out, you know, just desperate and want to be done is because we're not coming before the Lord in prayer and we're not asking him to help us prioritize our time. And so that's kind of the first thing that really popped out to me was if you're looking for what the first what's what you should do first, the first thing is to hit hit the floor uh, in prayer. And really come before the Lord and just say, Lord, I need your help. I need your help. You know, my husband and I were praying the other day. Uh, we had just, oh my goodness, this whole week, just, you know, a moment of silence for just super lame week. <laughs> really, I mean, uh, our daughter, you know, most of you guys heard me say our daughter, our youngest daughter, uh, broke her arm very badly uh, last week, cartwheeling off the coffee table. I know, keep moving, nothing to see here. And uh, yesterday she went and had a permanent cast fitted and our week has sort of revolved around uh, orthopedic uh, visits and then also just the regular stuff that we had going on. And then on Tuesday morning, we woke up to my son at three in the morning, my 16-year-old son vomiting, which of course that spread through part of the family. And I just launched into freak out mode. You know, what do, what do we do first? I felt so overwhelmed Um, by all the things that I had to get done. And then on top of it, life was throwing these curveballs at me like broken bones and barfing kids. And I'm sitting downstairs with my husband. We were trying to come up with a plan for the day. And it was, you know, 7.30 in the morning and I just felt completely overwhelmed. And also, you know how when someone in your house starts throwing up and then all of a sudden you just feel like you're breathing in the throw up germ? (laughs) Like That's how I felt. I was like, disinfect the house. I launched into full on disinfect mode, right? I got out my my uh, three bottles of Thieves Cleaner and my mother-in-law and my husband and I, whoever wasn't sick, went around the house with uh, bleach and Thieves Cleaner and we just sterilized the whole house. Well, as I was in sort of freaking out, Jay just looked at me and this helped me, honestly, it just set my whole, my whole perspective change. He was like, do the thing that's in front of you. Just set, let's set an hour aside and just get the house clean because we'll feel better knowing that all the surfaces have been wiped down and the toilets have been scrubbed and uh, the laundry is uh, being disinfected. And he was right. And just coming up with a plan made all the difference in the world. And so I want to just encourage you. I mean, that that really came after we we literally went before the Lord 
And we started praying through the scriptures. And I'm going to talk about praying through the scriptures next week because it is such a powerful tool. Prayer is a powerful weapon. It is the best weapon that uh, women should have in their arsenal. Uh, We need to be able to uh, know and believe that we can trust in the fact that God is listening to us and he wants to give us direction for our day, even the little things. So even the things that you feel like, oh man, you know, God doesn't care about this. He does care. Um, If his eye is on the sparrow and he has counted the number of hairs on your head, believe me, he cares about what you're doing in your day. So the first thing is to uh, hit your knees in prayer. Just get go before the Lord. If you have to, you know, do it in your shower or get get alone with the Lord in your closet, um, get alone with them. I always encourage moms, uh, if you don't know where else to start in the Bible, read the Psalms. And the Psalms are a wonderful thing to pray through, by the way. And so um, Kelly listed a whole bunch of things. She said she doesn't she doesn't know where to start. School, laundry, dishes, dinner, meal prep, grocery shopping, Bible study, teaching chores. All of these things can feel so overwhelming. And without a plan, uh, you're not going to know where to start. And I think every family is a little bit different. But I'm going to give you a couple of pointers, especially for moms who are homeschooling. And I think even if you're not homeschooling, oh my goodness, homeschooling is like... Um, basically having a job, right? So a lot of you are work-at-home moms and you're struggling to kind of put your life in in the right priority or and you're struggling to make right priorities a part of your day so that you can move forward and get things done. And I think after you've spent time in prayer, ask the Lord to give you wisdom. So ask the Lord to give you wisdom and then just write out what you have to do. I am a huge fan of writing a to-do list. I write a to-do list every day. I put things on my to-do list like, drink water. <laughs> because if I don't, I can forget. And so no matter what it is, if it's on your heart and you think, oh man, I got to get to that, uh, write it on your to-do list and then ask the Lord to help you prioritize things. So for for me, uh, because I essentially work full-time and, as an author and as, obviously as a podcaster and I'm still homeschooling our kids and we travel for a living, I have to be very intentional about homeschooling. So the first thing that that I do in the morning, typically, um, after we've spent time with the Lord and had breakfast, while the kids are uh, getting dressed and making their beds and doing those things, I am typically putting something in the crock pot. Um, On my my list in the morning, first thing is come up with a plan for dinner. Um, When I'm really on my game, uh, I have a menu. But what has worked for me this year, and I think, you know, life, it just sort of changes. What worked for you one year, one year may not work the next year. And what worked for you last week might not work, might not work for you this week. Uh, but what's worked for me this year is just to have a list of meals. I have about 15 uh, meals on my refrigerator, things that I know are going to be hits with the family and that are going to be easy for me to make. A lot of them are crockpot meals. And I love my pressure cooker too, but um, I still am going to be, I'm a bigger fan of my crockpot than my pressure cooker simply because I feel like I'm under pressure in the afternoon if I don't have a plan for dinner. And even though the pressure cooker will do it faster, I don't want to have to think about it. I want to think about it in the morning and have it prepped and ready to go so that in the afternoon, after I'm done uh, writing or working, I can just put it in the oven or give it a stir in the crock pot or just call the kids up for dinner and eat. So I'm a huge fan of coming up with a plan for dinner. And then as soon as I have a plan for dinner, that's when we start school. And so I want to encourage you, for those of you who are homeschooling, your children need to know that their homeschooling matters to you. And what I mean by that is you got to set time aside to do it. So that just that little bit of time, and if you'll just shut off your phone, put it in airplane mode, or as I call it, homeschool mode, put your phone in airplane mode, shut your computer, 
and just get get together with your kids. It's amazing how much more you can get accomplished and how much better your kids are going to feel about homeschooling if mom will just take the time and dedicate it to homeschooling. So that'd be my next, the next thing that I, that I think is so important. It's important for you to be intentional about what you want to do. So if these things are important to you, and this is why I said, you know, I like to put dinner and meal prep at the front of my day so that by noon, I'm, I'm essentially done with homeschooling. And then I will move on to whatever uh, the other things I need to do are. Somebody asked me the other day about exercise. I am a huge fan of doing anything in seven minutes. I'm not going to be running a marathon anytime soon. <laughs> but I've managed to stay in pretty decent shape uh, by by exercising in the morning just for a few minutes, just get, trying to get a little bit of cardio in. A lot of times um, I have like little a little set of weights in my closet. I do some uh, yoga stretches in my closet, try to just keep my body, my, you know, my older self now, uh, just um, limbered up and... Uh, and in shape. And I, I, you know, you don't have to be fanatical about it, but I do think it's important to, to work it in there. These are typically all things that I that I like to do in the morning, which brings me to my final point for the podcast today. And I know this is going to rub some of you guys the wrong way, so bear with me. I I encourage women get up in the morning early. I am so much more at peace when I set my alarm and I'm up at six. I just am. I, that means that I have at least an hour to sort of wake myself up, get a cold glass of water sit down with my Bible, spend some time with the Lord, um, because we have breakfast at our house right around 8 or 8.30. So if I'm up at 6, I can get an awful lot done um, just to nurture my own spirit and uh, take care of my body. I can get an awful lot done between the hour of six, between the hours of 6 and 8.30. So if you're not getting up early, I just want to encourage you. My sister, Haley, Haley, if you're listening to this, girl, I love you. My sister, Haley, called me from Dallas the other day, and we were talking a little bit about this. And she's like, Heidi, have you ever heard of Miracle Mornings? I've been doing this thing in the morning where I get up and I spend time with the Lord, and it's changing my life. And I was like, right? I did the whole big sister thing. I'm like, Haley, I told you this like 10 years ago. <laughs> And she goes, well, you're my big sister. I don't listen to you. But it's working. It's working. It's amazing. And you know what? It does work because God says that he wants to be a light uh, and a lamp to your path. And he will if you'll just if you'll just engage with him. So spend time in, in the word. Spend time with the Lord. Get up early. Formulate a plan for your day. Make a to-do list. If you can get your dinner, your dinner plan in the morning, I'm telling you, it's going to revolutionize your life. And then, uh, and then walk with confidence because God's going to, God has this. He totally has it. And you are not going to get everything done on your to-do list every day. All right. If you guys haven't checked out my book, The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight, even if you're not a homeschool mom, this book will bless and encourage you. It is chock full of ideas, schedules, meal plans, all kinds of things that are going to encourage you to be productive and manage your days uh, throughout the years of raising children. You guys can do this because God has said that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Have a great weekend, you guys. I'll see you back here on Monday. Hey, as most of you know, I do uh, women's events all over the United States, and I'm doing a brand new one, Fearless, in Texas, uh, coming up just this spring. And guess what's going on, you guys? April 28th and 29th, I will be at First Baptist Church of Katy, Texas. And here's the cool thing. We are extending the early bird registration right now, and that will end at midnight on February 26th. So I want to just encourage you, if you are near uh, Katy, Texas, if you're down there and you need some encouragement and a, a shot in the arm from uh, from the Word of God, and you want to hang out 
with uh, my team and you're, I'm telling you what, you're going to be encouraged. You're going to be blessed. You're going to walk away feeling like, hey, God has your back, which he completely does. I want to just invite you uh, to join me in Texas this spring. I'll be there, like I said, April 28th and 29th at First Baptist Church of Katy. And early bird registration ends at midnight, February 26th. Don't miss it. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.